Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. This is Rodney, who's filling in for Tammy tonight, who is going to attempt, she's going to try really hard, y'all, to take a different role on tonight. Uh, She will be sitting in the hot seat. I will be interviewing Tammy. We're going to get to uh, hear her perspective on some things. I I think you're going to really enjoy this show. Um, this may be the first time Tammy has actually been in this role, so we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, before we get started, once again, we, we would like to welcome you to the Butterfly Evolution Show. Um, this month is Women's History Month, so to kick it off, we're going to interview uh, Miss Butterfly Evolution Show herself, Tammy. Let me just remind you of some things that we do here on the Butterfly Evolution Show. First of all, if you would like to uh, talk by phone, if you have a question or a comment, because I'm not the only one who's going to be interviewing Tammy, if you have a question, uh, please press the number one, and we can bring you in with your question or comment at any time. Please feel free to give Tammy a shout-out. Um, also, if you're listening online, if you're in the chat room, We'd love to hear your thoughts as well about anything that we're going to be discussing tonight. We have some hot topics. Uh, Tammy has no clue what I'm going to be asking her tonight, so we'll 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 see how this goes. We'd also like to remind uh, uh, remind you if you are listening online that if you're in the chat room, in order to post your questions or your comments, you have to be a registered follower of the show. And that is very simple. Uh, just follow the instructions, and you'll be a registered follower in no time, and you can post your comments there. We'd like to remind you of our trash can concept here on the Butterfly Evolution Show. It's something that Tammy uh, started, and basically what it is is uh, a lot of times we get used to routines. We get used to doing things a set way. So, we we like to encourage you to take your trash can and move it to a different location and then see how many times you go back to visit that trash can. And you can use a, a literal trash can or you, or you can make it symbolic for something else, but see how many times you go back to its old location because we know that if you sow a thought, you reap an action. If you sow an action, you reap a habit. If you sow a habit, you reap a character, you sow a character, and you reap 
a destiny. So keep that in mind as the show goes on. Uh, one last thing before we get to Tammy's, seeing that this is Women Women's History Month, uh, we're going to honor uh, not only Tammy, but uh, try to, throughout the whole month, um, just point out accomplishments of different women in the past. And one of those women is uh, Harriet Beecher Stowe. If you don't know who she is, she's the author of Uncle Tom's Cabin. And she wrote this best-selling novel to pretty much bring attention to the horrors of slavery. Uh, as we know, that was a very crucial time in our history. That was a very rough time in our history. Uh, but we're very grateful that we've moved away from that. And we're going to talk about that tonight. How far have we really come? Not as not just as African Americans, as black people, but also how far have women come with the accomplishments uh, that have been made over the years? So, Without further ado, Miss Tammy, are you there? I am here. How are you? Oh, life is good. Life is good. I see we have a number of callers out there, so I hope that I hope they jump in here and uh, once once you get started and 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 load you up with some questions. Well, they'll either jump in or jump out, one or the other. I tell you, after tonight, I'm ready. I might take off a wing or two on this one. I might just clip off one of these wings. And, uh, you know, sometimes you have to do that to keep it real and let people see that you are. Well, I won't get into that because, you know, I'll start talking. So I'm ready. I'm I'm ready for it tonight. I'm ready. Is there anything you would like to say before we get the, uh, before we get, before we get kicked off here? Uh, There's someone who's already pressed the number, the number one. So we'll see. Uh, anything you like I do. I want, you... Yeah, I, I want you to make sure that you do not pull Bo Jackson out of Atlanta in because he's already sent me a message about my choice of song. Um, so <laughs> just don't pull him in tonight. <laughs> well, I don't know Bo's number, so I'm going to pull this person in. And we'll just... Here we go. Eight zero eight last four digits are three zero zero four. Follow you up on the air. Hello, Hello. this is Tamika. Hi, Tamika, how are you? I'm good, and you? Oh, life is good. Life is good. Uh, I hear you have some uh, some very exciting news to share with us. Well, um. Just want to call in and give out my information for my company, House of Stone by Coco. All right. Um, just provide your listeners with a little information, if possible. Absolutely. Go ahead. All right. So, again, my name is Tomiko Prouty. My company is House of Stone by Coco. Um, I initially started with teachers that display positive energy, and then I moved on to jewelry. And so right now I, um, I'm designing beautiful jewelry that showcase elegance, grace, style, sophistication, as well as, again, clothing. Um, eventually I'm going to start a clothing line, and that clothing line is going to display southern vintage um, mixed with modern-day southern styles. 
Um, but at the end of the day, I just want the world to know that we are beautiful and handsome, saved, and unashamed. And that's pretty much what my company is about. Um, and for me, image is everything. Um, unfortunately, I can't um, do anything about other people's perception, but I can, you know, do my best to put out a positive energy and and so forth. And, and my business is my ministry. And so I hope that with my jewelry and my clothing, the world can see that. Okay, Tamika, how can how can uh, how can the listeners get in contact with you? Okay, they can give me a call at eight zero eight two two seven three zero zero four, or they can follow me on Instagram at House of Stone by Coco, or Twitter at H O S B Y C O C O or Facebook, and that will be www.facebook.com forward slash official House of Stone by Coco, or just go to Facebook and type in House of Stone by Coco, and it will come up. Um, and those are the ways that listeners can reach out to me if possible. Before she goes, I just want, you know, I, I talked to, I guess like one good time over the phone, she is so humble and she makes this sound so just like she's so relaxed. But y'all, go check out her. She has some fabulous pieces. And I mean, they're original. Um, and I'm so, I'm, I'm thankful because you never know, you meet people that just like, I don't know, you could just, I'm a good judge of character for the most part. Rodney, don't you know that? <laughs> and, and I can just tell that she's one of those women who are really true to herself, you know, and, and just love what she does. So you guys, check her out. Check the If you cannot find her, uh, go on my page as well or send me an email and I'll get it connected. But if, if fellas, if you can support her when your lady's birthday comes, you want an original piece, you can, you can give her an idea and she'll – Try to come up with what you're looking for, colors as well. She makes it this. She's so humble. But y'all just just check her out. <laughs> Thank you. Check her out. <laughs> That's a good and may, I add, <laughs> and may I add one thing? Just like Tammy said, um, all my pieces are custom made. They're one of a kind. There is no two piece alike. Um, what I put out on my page and, and social media, if you see something you like, you can reach out to me. And if it needs to be a different color, that's fine. Um, but no two pieces are the same. So it may be similar, but not the same. And that's one great thing about what I'm doing. And she's getting ready to retire the military soon. So she's put her time in, you guys. She's fought for us. So Help her out with this. Guys, order a piece of jewelry for your ladies or your mothers or your daughters. There you go. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, We're going to move move right along. I see that we have uh, two other people in queue. Callers, if you'll do me a favor and just stay right there. Um, I promise I will get to you. That's area code 253 and area code 404. Uh, Tammy, why did you start Butterfly Evolution before we uh, get to our next uh, callers? Why did you start Butterfly Evolution? You said, why did I? Yes. Why Why, why did you okay. – what made you uh, start Butterfly Evolution? Where did Butterfly Evolution evolve from? Um. It started, Ronnie, because I thought that I, I had gotten to a place 
myself. I thought I had gotten to a place of recovery, of transformation. I thought I was there and I was ready to reach back and share some of um, some of my process. I wanted people to heal like I thought I had. I wanted people to know that they could do it. Um, and so from that, I, with one of my friends, who's, who's still my friend, we were just kind of talking and I was led to ask her to join me in, in putting this all together. And so that's where it started. And uh, unknowingly, we were, it was so needed because many of the topics that we have discussed, that we talk about, things that, that come up. Um, in, the, in the first year, I, I think that I did more healing than I ever did in my life because God would allow those topics and subjects and people to come on that pushed me to deal with me, pushed me. So here I was, thought, hey, I'm going to go on radio and I'm going to help some people get through some things. Most time, little do we know, um, feel we've gotten there. And I'll explain a little bit more about this heal process that I think my life decided, decided and started to go through. But that's the gist of it. That's how it started. And it started in 2011. June 2011 um, was the first show, so and been on ever since. Okay, yeah, we're going to come back to some of the things that you said with recovery, transformation, and uh, helping people heal. Uh, right now, we're going to go back to the phone lines, and we're going to take caller from the area code two five three. Last four digits are one three four five. Caller, you are on the air. Hey, what's going on, Miss Tammy and Rodney? How y'all doing? Hi, hi. Hey, this is Gregory from Walking in Her Shoes, and I just wanted y'all to know I'm on here supporting. And and Miss Tammy, uh, you know, I really like you know what the butterfly evolution is all about—the transformation and and helping people get their lives back together. And you know, based on your story and your testimony. In, in helping people, and I just want to say, you know, uh, ever since I've been on the show the first time some some weeks ago, that, uh, you know, a few people have reached out to me from your uh, following and told me how much of a, a testimony that they got from, you know, the Butterfly Evolution. And I just want to tell you, Miss Tammy, to keep on keeping on and keep, you know, helping people change lives because that's what it's all about. Amen. Thank you so much. And we'll we'll connect. Thank you. Tell them if you don't mind. Tell them you can't. Rodney, this is your, you're supposed to be doing this. Rodney, I'm going to be quiet. But thank you for that compliment. I, 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 I am I going to be quiet. I can't do it if you're doing it. <laughs> I mean, you, you've already uh, I'm waiting for Bo to call in you've already, you've already selected the music With let me log in as the host I'm going to tell on you <laughs> I'm trying I am trying Thank you, thank you, thank you Gregory So I'm going to be quiet I am not the host tonight Hey, hey that, that's no problem You know, hey It's all it's all in good fun, Miss Pam <laughs> Walking in her shoes and what you're going to be doing uh, in Tennessee with Tammy. Hey, uh, April 18th, we're going to uh, host our first awareness event for domestic violence down in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, along with the uh, uh, beautiful Miss Tammy Gator from the Butterfly Evolution. And basically, what we want to do there also is we we want to 
you know, give families and friends of people who may be going through domestic violence. We want to tell them safe ways how to get their uh, loved one out of the situation. We want to give encouragement. We want to just give love. And so people know that they're not out there alone uh, in this situation and that there are numerous of resources out there that they can help. If they want to get a hold of me, they can call me at 253-363-1345, or they can go to my website at www.walkinginhershoes.org, or they can email me at walkinginhershoes at gmail.com. And anything that, you know, you need on the subject of domestic violence or, you know, whatever resource, it doesn't matter the state, we can help and get you the resource for that state and, and get things moving. We got a lot of things going on. We're moving forward. Uh, we partnered with Miss um, Joel Tankard uh, from the Thickerton uh, Water Show on Bravo, and so we're looking for a lot of great things to happen out of there. So once again, I'm glad to be partnered also with the Butterfly Evolution and uh, glad to be friends of uh, Rodney and Miss Tammy. Thank you again. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, we have another call in queue, so we're going to take this call as well. Area code 404. Last four digits are 1037. Caller, you are on the air. Good evening, Rodney. Hey, hey, what's happening? Good evening, Tammy. Hello. <laughs> I do want to talk about this music that I just got through dancing to. Go ahead. Speak on that thing, brother. Speak on that thing. Yeah, when I called in, I heard some music. Took me way back to the 60s. I went and found my stacks and my bell-bottom toothpaste pants, and I started doing the robot. What song did you hear? <laughs> How y'all doing today? We're good. So what? What song? I need to. I need to know that. What song did you hear? Let's make sure it was the same thing that we heard on this end. No, no, no. It was um, kind of like uh, you know one of them songs that you hear on rerun or something with a bunch of uh, uh, like what's happening? You know that. What kind of tempo? Just a whole lot of keyboards and things, and they took me back. Okay. Well, maybe back. you know. Sometimes it's good to go back. Tammy, how you doing, my cousin? I'm good. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You know I love you, Rodney. What's going on, my brother? Hey man, life is good, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to host this radio show. I'm gonna see if I can host it before eleven o'clock Eastern time. We'll see. Oh, you can do it. You can do it because Tammy got a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah, she, she has. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. But yeah. but I think she's trying to host and be a guest at the same time. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But uh, you know what? Though I got one big old question for Tammy since she's in the hot seat. Big old question. Ahead, okay. Buddy. I just want to know, Tammy, um, your definition of a strong black woman and what makes that woman a strong black woman. 
what's my definition of a strong black woman and what makes a woman a strong black woman? Yes. I mean, the characteristics. Uh, what does she have to do to, to, to maintain that 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 status? You know, Bo, and I'm going to answer this for me, okay, just just for me, and I hope women can, can find themselves in this definition, and it's very simple, and it's, it's a one-liner. Do God. A strong woman must do God, and doing God, I mean recognize what does God say about women? Who are we? Um, the characteristics, the fruits of the spirit, love, patience, time, all of those things. If we can learn to just get back and see ourselves as God said, not Tammy, as the weaker vessel, okay? But so much now we are trying to, we've tried to, um, and I'm going to get a little head here, we've, we've tried to change the rules to the game but don't want to really play the game. You can't do that. And so a woman, a good woman, first of all, and I can add something before that just for the sake of the women who we say, some people say, you know, maybe they don't believe in God. Then who are you? Just know who you are and who you're not. But as women, we we, we try to fit in everywhere, even with you men. We try to fit in, get in, stay in, be in. When sometimes it's just it's most times it's just not for us. So a good woman, I'm gonna go back to has to know God, because I really can't be anything to myself, to a man, as a wife, and certainly to a man and my children and one at home, which is why we have what we, in my opinion, we have what we have today. It's not easy, bow by far. But I tell you, it is doable with God. It is certainly doable with God. That's just that's that the really only thing that straightened me up. That's the only thing, Bo, that allowed me to see myself, even as this weak little woman, but yet so strong. That was that was very well. Put. That was very well put. And um, I commend you on that. Um, you know, I was talking to my wife, and and I, I told her, I said, uh, the question was asked to me, you know, and I told her that um, she was a strong black woman. Tammy was a strong black woman. And the definition behind that was simply that you were doing God's will. And And I, and I tell you, you said the same thing. So it's just basically confirmation going forth, you know. My next question to you is um, how can women make men that aren't strong stronger men? I mean, How can I mean, women it, make men who aren't strong strong men? Right, stronger men. Like say for instance. Stronger men. Um, you have, right, you have some men. That 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 lack in areas um, where they where where being a man they're supposed to be strong, um, but you have he he has a uh, a wife or a woman or a friend or whatever the case may be that see him he's pulling up in areas um, without hurting his feelings or making him feel inferior or, or less than how do you pull that brother up you know and and um, 
basically put him on the right track? The best way first, I'm going to take it back to myself, I have to be on the right track. In order to pull somebody out, I got to know how to get out myself and, 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 and know what that means. Not get out so far to where I want to pull you, but just stay a little bit ahead, ahead of you as well. So a good woman um, can do better by encouraging a man. But we have a way with our words, with our doing. Um, just, again, it goes back to me. Sometimes just being the best you can be is hard to kind of see myself as better if the person that I lay down with every night or I'm coming through the door to every day does not quite know who, and I'm going to say she is because you're talking about the men, who she is or what she wants or what day am I okay with her, what day am I okay. Am I not? Or what day I might wake up and may not be okay. So we got to, number one, learn to be true to our men regardless. That's that's a hard thing to do. That's why it goes back to that first question that you asked me. When you, when you say, I'm not doing him, I'm doing God. And whatever comes with that, that, that will, if a man allows it to, because if you got a, a God-fearing, praying woman who wants to be pleasing to God on your side, there is nothing you cannot do. There is nothing that you will feel like you cannot do. Uh, he, I mean, uh, you may have heard me on the show say a, a, a good woman can make the trash can, the guy who picks up trash feel like the president, and then a bad woman mm-hmm. can make the president feel like the trash, can, the trash man. And I'm not just discounting anyone who picks up trash because, hey, it's a job, it pays the bills. If I had to do it, I would do it. Okay, but what I'm saying, what the importance that people so put so much emphasis on what someone does or does not do employment-wise. And so if I'm a woman who, when my man, if he picks up trash, when he walks through the door, well, to me, he ought to, he ought to think he's the president. He's no different. And so that, in that way, by honoring our men, that, that does put some responsibility on our men, but by honoring our men, but there's no one that's going to give you a reason every day to honor them. They're not going to give you that reason every day. And that's why it has to go back to God and your commitment, not just to this man when I don't like him, but even to this man when I don't like him. Right. Very right. interesting point. Uh, those are the two heavy hitters, bro. Those are some strong questions. That any final thoughts before we move on, bro? Yeah, you know, I was. I just wanted to say that you know, those were two questions that I that I wanted to ask uh, Tammy because I had been contemplating those things on my mind, dealing with some of uh, my brothers in uh, in uh, my class. You know what I mean? Those were some of the questions that were asked to me, and I just really want. I gave them my point of view. But I wanted to hear from a woman. I wanted to hear a woman's point of view on on the matter because you know uh, in the class a lot of the guys were saying that um, they were they were afraid to really approach uh, a woman with an education, not basically because um, she had an education, but because they felt that they were already um, handed the walking papers before they even opened their mouths, merely because they couldn't relate with them on an intellectual level as far as speaking. They didn't speak a certain way, or they didn't talk a you know a certain way. So when they got ready to open their mouth and they said something like maybe, 
uh, hey, baby, what's your name? Or something like that, but that's just them being them. And uh, the girl was like, excuse me, you know what I mean? You know, learn how to talk before you approach a woman or something like that. So a lot of dudes, you know what I mean, good dudes, they, 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 they're not, um, uh, they're not, how do I, I want to say, they probably don't have the proper speech, but that could be the best dude in the world, you know. So a lot of guys feel inferior when there's a woman who has uh, a certain level or degree of education or um, uh, or a certain beauty to her or a certain figure to her, and they're intimidated by that. You know, so my question really was, you know, how should a guy uh, approach a woman or make, you know, make them, you know, how can a woman make him feel stronger when he's, you know, not as strong as the next man? You know what I mean? Because a lot of good guys are single because out of fear, basically. You know, and that's why I asked the question of Tammy. Well, well gonna, lastly, Roddy, can I just add one more thing to that? He made me think about one more thing when he said that to share with the men, any anyone who – I'm for, I'm for education. I'm, I'm for it. What I'm not for is education making you who you are not, okay? Right. And, and I'm going to say not who you are but who you're not. And you tell those guys, a woman, if, if a woman values herself because of her education, then really – and I'm not saying it does not bring value to your life. But if it makes you who you are, if it defines you if the value came only with that, just like if it comes with a car or a house or anything else, then as a man, is this what you really want? And so sometimes we need to just stop and thank God that it did not happen, opposed right. to thinking, oh, why did it not happen? Right. Okay. So you got you answered those. I sure appreciate your 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 responses. It was very well needed. You know what I mean. I'm gonna send you over one of my CDs for that for that intermission music, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you, Tammy. Yeah. All right, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I know you're gonna uh, continue to listen, Bo. Uh, so do me a favor. I'm gonna take you out of queue. Um, and when uh, when I do, I need you to press the number one for me, uh, just so that if you have a question or a comment later, I can always pull you back in. But if you don't press the number one, um, I won't know. Um, yes, sir. So you want me to do that now? Uh, yes, sir. Go ahead and do that now. Uh, and also to Tamika and Gregory, go ahead and. And uh and press the number and press the number one for me. Uh that way it takes you out of queue. So if you have a question or a comment later, um I'll know to uh to pull you back in. Uh because as long as uh you stay in queue, um it'll show up that we never took y'all. So do me a favor, go ahead and press the number one. Uh, I got Bo and I got uh Gregory. I just uh we're just waiting on number one. But anyway, uh we're gonna move on. Uh Timmy, so in case you're just joining us, Terry is in the hot seat as we start off our honoring uh, leading women series. Uh, this is the beginning of Women's History Month, and so we decided to start off uh, with the, the the woman, the lady of of this uh, show, uh, which is on each and every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Sammy, uh, Sammy, my my next question is, why do you think so many 
And it's a two-part question, and I want you to answer the second part first. Why do you think so many women are single today? And the second part of my question is, why is Tammy single today? Oh, wow. Okay, why are so many women single today? Um, I think, Ronnie, because we don't know true value in a man means. We look at what um, the man looks like, what he has, what he does not have, how he's dressed, um, where does he live, where does he come from, um, sometimes even who who's his friends, who does he associate with, where does he go. And I mean that not in the sense of, um, you know, like who are you, who are you uh, tagged along with, you know what I'm saying, who's your guys, who's your homies, um, that kind of thing. And it's interesting that you asked that question because I was, I was in a conversation with women, and I won't give too much of it because I just don't like to include people who <laughs> I've not asked to include. But the conversation was just about that, dating. Um, and some of the, the responses or answers to why men were not, why they didn't continue to go on or move forward in a relationship with, with these guys, it seems so small. And I, I could relate to that conversation because um, right now I've, let, I've allowed some, some, some crazy things to probably make me miss out some, on some good guys, seriously. And so, but you have to grow. You really have to, and I want to really get into that later, but you really have to know who you are and really understand um, what a good man is. Is a good person. Is this person even before he's a good man? Who is just who is he? What are his values? How does he see God? We don't look at the, the things. And what I'll what I'll ask women for this. Why so many women are single as well? The ones that we are choosing, the ones that we are looking at, and, and the reasons why is it working? Are are these men turning out to be the fathers? That we want them to be the husbands that they want that we want them to be the leaders in our home that we want them to be. So, the criteria that we uh, create or we have before us in selecting these men is it working? Is it working? And so again, just a quick answer to that is we really don't know what we want, and we really don't understand what it means to have a good man. See, a good man doesn't have to come with six figures. A good man doesn't even have to come with a degree. Mm. Because, And I'm using that because so many people put value on money, cars. Well, I was just the opposite, young. young. I mean, I thought if you had a car, a, a real nice car, you got a real nice car note. Guess what? <laughs> That's going to cut a whole lot of stuff out. So go get your little used car. I mean, really, I've always looked cars and money has never been my thing. Yeah, we need it, but really, do how much do we need? How much really do we need? And if your car and your money define you, if we lose that, what am I going to mean to you? What are you going to mean to yourself? And still, even even with not 
needing all of that, I still missed out. I still made choices out of my, oh, gosh, out of my sickness. And so now Tammy, Tammy really, Rodney, for a long time wasn't ready for a man, not even the man she had. And you and I have, have, have talked a little bit about this. I, I was never, I, I, I cannot, and I'll, I'll say this again because I don't, I have specific rooms not to put this person into my butterfly evolution conversation, but I, I was not the wife I could have been. Mm-hmm. Not all my fault. Not all my fault. Absolutely not. But the Tammy I am now, um, with some changing in his life as well, we just maybe could have lived happily ever after. But I, I was, I was not, um, and 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 I won't, I won't go back there. That I, I had to get over that, and otherwise I would have just taken, been taking my stuff into another person's life. And I'll, I'll, wow. I'll laugh about this with my closest friend. I'll say, God, God, saying, I'm not sending you anybody for you to. Um, Send him to hell, because if at this point, if I send you somebody a godly, if I send you a godly man, and I don't say this more so now, but at one point I was saying, if God sent you, ain't ready for the man that I have for you, because you'll send him straight to hell. He'll come back to me and say, why did you send me there? She is not ready for me. So I had to mentally, seriously, but it, it takes you have to you have to know it's okay to say that. If I can't be honest with myself enough to realize that. There was a point in my life that I just had to get real with Tammy and say, "Hey, you've caused a lot of this stuff. Not, not, not so. I'm not going to take all the responsibility, but I had a lot of pain and hurt. Blind. I had a lot of stuff going on, and so again, that's why a lot of us are still single as well because we keep going from one to the next, and next, and next, and next, looking for someone to make us, to complete us." to be us, so to speak, to, to, to take care of our every need when sometimes we don't know what our needs are. We don't know how to meet our own needs. We don't quite love ourselves or have what we need to even start a relationship or to be able to see what is valuable in a man. What makes a good husband? What makes a good father? Who's going to stick around if I get sick? And then sometimes you still all have all you have is a prayer on that. So many things that are that are just not important, and we want this this this. Uh, I've heard someone say, and I wish I could give them credit because it's, it's not my words, but it's they say we want the ring, but not the marriage. So we want we want the pretty white fence and the house behind it, but Lord forbid you know what's going on in that house. So a lot of women, they just want the, the, the pretty guy with a pretty car, a pretty house, a pretty ring, but all hell has broken loose in their lives. Mm-hmm. And so we don't really know what we want, and we don't really know how to. And so um, including myself, that was me for a while. Even when I had what I knew I well, that was me for a while. So Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as the the answer to 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 both parts of that question. Yeah, 
and and I'm I, I mean now Rodney I guess um, it will happen for me in time. You know I, I have things that I need to work through, but it will happen. It would ha- it will happen, and it will be white or it will never happen again. I mean because I I am at peace with my life. I love. I love Tammy. I can I can do Tammy all day. I can go to the movies. I can go eat by myself. I can, thankfully, I can pay my bills. Um, I, I, I'm I'm blessed and I'm happy. I'm at peace. And so, when you get to a point where you realize all that you thought you've been missing and needed, it's in you. Someone someone will only add to your life. They will either add or they won't be in your life. And that's where I am. Either you add to my life and I add to yours, or we just can't do life. I'm sorry. It's just that simple. I don't care who you are. You could be President Obama. It ain't happening. <laughs> Those are some very strong words. And you know you know something, Tammy? I, I think not just women, but I think that men could benefit from those words too. And, you know, it, it would be very nice if everybody living uh, would have just heard what you just said. Um, this coming out of the chat room, those are uh, some great, uh, great points, Tammy. Uh, that's that's coming out of the chat room. Um, but we, we have a, we're going to bring back in another call. Uh, well, not another caller, because we had them on at first. We're going to gr- bring uh, Gregory back in here. Uh, see what he has to say. Go ahead, Gregory. Yeah, I was listening to your question about uh, with some women being single. And, you know, in saying that, I I always say this to some women when we talk about different situations. I'll say, you know, you won't date the man who works at McDonald's and lives at home with his mom, but you'll date the man who has no job and lives at home with his wife, all because he has swag. So what I'm saying is we miss, a lot of times they miss their blessing because they're too wrapped up in what the package that God sent it in. You see what I'm saying? They're like Miss Tammy said, they're too busy looking at the looks, looking at, you know, his status or or whatever, and then they end up picking the wrong person and end up being single anyway. So a lot of times, you know, uh and I tell women all the time they you have to really get to know a person before you really want to call this person your boyfriend, girlfriend, or your, you know, fiancé or somebody that you want to marry, because a lot of times people just get caught up in statuses. And, you know, we have to take our time and we have to pray about it, you know, and that's a, that's another thing. you got to pray about that thing. you got to pray that God sends you that right person. But like, like I said, a lot of times we miss, and this is not just women, but men too, we miss the blessing because we don't like the package that God sent it in. You see what I'm saying? And so uh, I, I had to mention that because that is very prevalent in today's society. Wow. Uh, I, I want to throw this in here, too, and this is Rodney. Uh, these things, uh, you know, they, 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 they sound really good, but unfortunately a large number of, a large number of people can't necessarily uh, get along with them, you know. A lot, you know, it, you know, we hear all of the time, uh, you know, women saying, you know, I don't do drama, or 
you know, um, no man is going to treat me this way or treat me that way. Nobody's going to disrespect me, you know, and all of these things. And they sound they sound good, but unfortunately, I think that you know we all on a regular basis see bad relationships or we see people dealing with things, and we're like, what makes them do that? What makes a person stay in that situation? Because a lot of times. You know, we know the truth. We know what's right. However, applying what we know is the most difficult thing to do. I don't right. doubt that people know the way. I don't. I don't doubt that people know the right way. But for some reason, when it comes time to apply what what you know. We have the hardest time. Why do you both think that is? Tell me, I'll start with you, and then, Gregory, I, w- I would like your, your uh, perspective as well. Why is it that we know the way, we know the truth, but for some reason we just can't seem to do it when that time comes? Because, Rodney, we're not, as a people, we're not being completely honest with ourselves about who we are and our um, our responsibility or accountability to whatever is going on. And so, again, in order to look the par, to look like I have this great man, I have this great woman, we have this great family home, then, you know, I can speak these words, but whether you know I'm living them or not, hey, it's a toss-up, but I'm going to take that, that opportunity. And we talked about this. It's like the people of the lie. I love this. Anybody ever wants a good read, read about people of the lie. It's people who tell the lie. It becomes their truth by any means necessary. So we are into pleasing the world. We are into, again, the big ring, the big house, um, the big car, the fancy guy, the fancy girl, uh, the coach back, all of these things. But, again, is it working? That, that, I mean, we can kind of sum everything up based on is what you doing, what you're doing working? You know, the, the, mm-hmm. for the ladies who are picking the guys with the, with the swagged out cars, the six-figure jobs, or whatever, um, and I love what Gregory said, you won't pick the guy at McDonald's with a job who's willing to work with you. But you will pick the guy who's married and sneaks out with you and goes back to his wife and kids because he has a job and a nice ride. I've never looked at it that way. But we will find justification in that. We will find justification in doing that. And so it's just a matter of, and I'll take you right back to our first question that Bo had, um, we all have a little bit of stuff in us. Some things that we, if, if, the, if the book would open and tell itself, uh, but guess who knows? God knows for sure. So if we if we ha- if we became an open book, we all have stuff in it. We all are capable in doing stuff, putting up with stuff. It's just how much of that stuff do you want to admit to, whether it's silently or publicly, and then after that, how much of it are you really going to deal with? I posted a post on Facebook a while back, uh, I guess about a week ago. Just make sure your words and your actions 
are playing the same game with your life. Mm. Just mm. make sure that you just forget about the rest. Are you on the same team? Is what you speak and what you do, are you at least on the same team? Or are you in the same state? But we again we we are we're caught up in distractions, we're caught up in people, places and things. Rarely do we sit down, reflect on our lives, be honest with ourselves, because Dedrick Golden, the guy here who's running for marriage, one thing he he said that I'll never forget, we're all a hot mess. We're all a hot mess in some shape, form, or fashion. It's just different. And how we deal with this is different. It's what makes us different. How we deal with our hot mess is what makes us different. Oh, boy. Uh, Gregory, go ahead. Amen. And, and and it's 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 not the the amount of baggage you bring to a relationship. It's who's willing to help you carry the bags in. And you have to be honest with people. You have to be honest with yourself in order to make these relationships work. But I find in talking to a lot of women, and I'm talking not just black women, I'm talking all races of women, they will put up with a lot of things just to say that they have a man. And that is not, you know, that's not productive, you know, when you do those types of things just to put up with people just to say that you have a certain man or a certain woman in your life. You know, like Miss Tammy said, you, you, <laughs> your words and actions got to be playing the same game. You can't, because it, it's not, it, it's going to personify itself eventually. You know, it's it's going to come to light. What you do in the dark is going to come to light. And if you're, you know, if you the Facebook's perfect family, but out in public, you know, it's another story, you know, hey, it's going to catch up and it's going to fall apart because you're not living that truth. So I always encourage people, you know, to just, you know, take your time. When you find that person that you think, you know, looks good to you, but he may not be good for you, okay? That's the difference. You know, he may look good to you, but he may he may not be good for you. So that's the only thing I, I say. I totally agree with Miss Tammy. You you just, you got to be truthful, and, and you got to be open, and you got to be willing to, that communication is key. You cannot talk about this without talking about that. You have to talk about everything. And if you don't, and you keep hiding things, eventually when it surfaces, then it's too late because feelings have already been formed, and and then when people start finding out the truth, that's when things fall apart, and it's very hard to put together because of that trust factor. That's it. Mm. Very very good information. Thank you so much, Gregory. Um, I'm going to take you back out of queue and then uh, press the number one. Uh, Bo, I think this is you that's still out there. Do me a favor, hit the number one again. That way um, we can always bring you guys back in. But thank you so much. Uh, Tammy, I want to go back to this. Um, you, you, you mentioned a couple of times uh, uh, sickness. Uh, you said that you were, you were sick and, and, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure you don't mean the common cold. Uh, what do you mean by you were sick and not necessarily ready to um, be in a relationship? Oh, well, Bo, I just, I'm saying Bo, 
Bo has breaked my nerves. So tonight, see with my song, I said Bo. I called you Bo. Oh, Rodney, I just was not. I had not healed. I had stuff. Um, I had too much darkness in my life. I had things. Of course, we all have things that happen to us that we um, don't get over. And and I and I I know sometimes people think, well, gosh, she must have a lot happened to her. It's not what happens to you again. It's how you deal with it or rather you deal with it uh, or not and how honest you are about whatever it is you are to yourself. So I just I just did not quite know how to live um, up to my potential of what I know. I did not have that peace. I was not happy with Tammy. I did a great job. I mean, really, when I think about the people even now that say you you helped me, um, you know, you helped me in this, and I and I get all that. But we have to help ourselves. We have to be happy and peaceful because how? Who am I to 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 help people find their peace and to die or to live every day without peace? Who would I be? And so. I just got to a place, and I've shared this story on here. I got to a place to, to tell you how sick I was, and I'm sure not everybody has heard this, but that's okay. I'm, I'll share this because it was it was a moment for me. Um, and and Brandon, when I think about Brandon being a a single mom when I had Brandon, um, and you know you 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 hear the talk, you hear you. I was 21 and. You hear the talk that comes from family and friends and all that because, again, we're in a time where, you know, people do it, still do it now. But I remember one day um, Brandon was <clears throat> young, and, and I I had come in and I had contemplated, I'm just, if this is life, I'm sick of it. I don't want any of this. I don't, I, I'm just sick of life if this is it. I don't want it anymore. And I had planned to take my life that day. I had I simply planned to take my life. Brandon was the only person there. I never said anything to Brandon. I went to the room, and Brandon, young boy, my my son, who I loved dearly, um, he never knocked on my bedroom door. He never said a word to me. He just stuck a little letter under there that had perfectly folded it up. And I saw that little letter come under the door. I made my way over to open it up. And when I did, it said, Mom, I love you. And I'm saying that, number one, to show you my sickness, to show you where I was mentally, how I was feeling. Um, And for my own, some people will hear what I say, well, is that all? Is that what was going on? That's not a reason to take your life. But, again, you, you, you can't. You can't determine the death of someone's pain. You can only listen, mm. understand, and that's if they talk. But I wasn't one to just let it all out. So my point in that, when I think about God, I'm going to bring it back to God, when I think about everyone who had something to say about Tammy being pregnant, when I think about um, all of that stuff, I think about this. God knew that at that day and that time, that not even he would be enough for me, that not even God himself would be enough for me to want to choose this life. 
And so, Brandon, I can I can I can assure you that that is the only person's life that meant anything to me to say I can't do this. I knew it, but I know that God knew. And so I say this to say, you know, we are dealt the hand that we we're dealt what we're dealt. That's just it. You get what you get. What are you going to do with it? Because see, I can take. I can take bread and make me a grilled cheese toast. You might take bread and take, you might use it to make stuffing, but it's still bread. And so I was, I was, I was, I was hurting. I was a hurting person who was trying to figure it all out. And it wasn't mm. that my life was just so, so bad, Rodney, but I had stuff, but I just, I just wasn't, I was not a happy camper. I just felt like life continued to beat me up, and I wasn't that kind of person. I always tried to be the best to everybody and do everything for everybody. And that's probably what a lot had gotten me to, because you you do all these things for people, and in some way you're expecting something in return. And sometimes your return never happens, especially if people realize, hey, I can do this to you. I can get over. I can do these things to you. So I was just a hurting soul. And so I was not the, the the Tammy I am now. I was nowhere near. I'm I'm like a. I could change my name. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I think you are definitely touching people's lives at this very moment. And for those of you listening, whether by phone or on the internet, whether you're in the chat room or, or listening online another way, I guarantee you, you know three people who can benefit from the very things that Tammy just said. And um, we have a couple of callers, uh, but I just wanted to point that out. Make sure, because people can always, always, always go back and listen to our archive shows. And we're going to tell you how you can do that. But make sure that you tell three people to listen to this show because the things that have been said have been extremely powerful. I wasn't even even expecting all of these things. Um, But I'm so glad that Bo asked the questions that he asked. I'm glad that Gregory called in with his questions and his comments. Tammy, I think that your responses have just been priceless. You have bringing it like I've never heard you bring it before, and I just think that so many people are just being blessed right now. But we have some things coming in from the chat room, and we have uh, two callers. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read this from the chat room real quick, and then I'll take our two callers. Callers, don't go anywhere. Um. So it says, wow, thanks for sharing, Tammy. I am so grateful that you are still here. Um, There's a question, uh, uh, but I'll come back to the question. Let me pull in these callers first, and then I'll come back to the question because um, I do want you to uh, answer this question. Let me pull in area code 404. Last four digits are 1037. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, right now, how you doing? It's Bo. Hey, what's up, Bo? Hey, again, Tammy. Um, I just want to say, uh, I never heard that story before, um, but it was real touching, you know. Um, 
and it it just reminds us of where we came from. You know what I mean? It, it gives me that that mindset of you know what what the devil meant for your bad, God turned it around and used it for your good. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I thank you for having the courage to you to to, to share that story. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. The question. The question that I wanted to ask you was, um, and it's referring to to um, the question that Rodney asked you. Rodney asked you, um, why were you single? Um, and the question that I, I wanted to ask you was, say, for instance, um, a guy who has who has been in trouble with the law, who has, you know, a few bumps, a few scrapes, a few bruises, but he's trying to change. He's um, um, he's gotten out. He's gotten a job. But he's not financially stable. He's not, um, he doesn't have proper living arrangements. He's just living, you know, week to week, trying to get on his feet. But he's not returning back to the, to the to the things that he knows how to do, he's trying to change it and 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 make a step in the right direction, and not knowing where it's going to lead, but he wants to change. He wants something different out of life. Um, he wants to try to soar, but he has so many strikes against him that the system doesn't want him to, to prosper. It's it's holding him back, you know. Um. How would you view that brother um, on a scale from, let's say, 1 to 10 at having an opportunity of taking you out on a date? Okay, Bo, you asked that question, and I know i got to be brutally honest with you, and if you don't mind, I can, share, can, I, can I share a little bit? I need to bring you in this because you helped me with this. Of course. Okay. Of course. I, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I fired the question. Okay. You fired back. I accept. Okay. Well, I well, I, I, I again, I like to ask because just because someone heard your story that night doesn't mean you're ready to hear for them to hear against. I just I, and I'm not going to give the story, but what I want to say is, and what's ironic, I was out. Brandon and I was was out last night at Starbucks, and I was sharing your good news, and and we kind of got into a conversation, and I commended, um, I commended your significant other. Because I don't know, Bo, I can sit here and say, I can honestly sit here and say, I don't know what I would do in the situation. However, you taught me your life just a little bit at the time, and and I apologize to you on the show that you did for us because I, I I wasn't really giving you a fair shot. I was thinking about my Tasha. And and, right. and it wasn't any – I was just thinking about my Tasha. And for those, you know, some people listen like, well, who is your Tasha? Tasha is – Bo and Tasha are going to be married, and, and, and we're welcoming him into the family. But it was difficult for me because Bo shared his his his, his um, testimony, and I, I think it became difficult after a while because of some things that even to this day we've not really just, just you know, talked about, but – I, I do know that as as a godly woman that I was saying I was, my prayer should not have been just for my relative because she loved him and she 
is willing, she sees something in you. And for me to deny that something is to deny God. So the first thing I would do, so you help me with that, because once I came to myself and, and got to know you better and talk to you and, and, and then God, just God dealing with me as well. But wait a minute. You don't just pray for one soul because this is the soul that you know and you love, Tammy, Miss, Miss Righteous. You pray for this brother even the more. And so I'll be honest with you, as I did on the show, I didn't do that initially because I was angry. I was, no, this is my Tasha. No. And so now what I would say, and again, I still can't say today that I would be your Tasha. I can't sit here and say that, Bo. You have a good woman. You have a great woman. So I can't sit here and say that Tammy could really do that. I would like to hope that I could. But what I would do for this brother who says, I got all these strikes against me and I don't know what to do, brother, the first thing you need to do is God. That's about the only thing to do because this world ain't going to let you in. This world wants you back out so they can get you back in. And then I would have to see some consistency. I'd have to really get into a good church home so this brother, if he's going to be in my life, got some more brothers in his life that can do what I know I can not do. And that's all I could do. I, that's the best answer I could do with that. I can say, Bo, with your help, you've helped me to see beyond some things. But if I had if I had to personally make that choice, I don't know, Bo. I don't know what I would do. I respect your answer. And, you know, I've been forgave you. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, and I thank you for the apology. Um, and, and I respect the, the, that that you were brutally honest. You know what I mean? A lot of people find it hard to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Honesty is the best policy. And if a person gets angry about honesty, then that person needs to check themselves. You know, um, I'm glad that God took me through what he took me through or he allowed Satan to take me through it, to deliver me from it. Because not only did it make me a better person, it made me uh, cling to the better persons around me instead of the trash that I was hanging with. Um, it gave me better opportunity, and, and, and it taught me better decision-making, uh, gave me better decision-making skills to where I didn't make those same mistakes. I wanted to change, you know. I, I just hate that it took me so long to find out just how good God really was, you know. That's the only thing I, I have a problem with, Tammy. I get mad at myself because God has been doing some amazing things in my life, and I get mad because it took me so long to catch on to this thing. You know, I mean, it, but, it would be like you but, but, the so state. There's no the catching state. up with there's there's no catching up with God. There is no, there's no catching up with God. There is, God says what's sin. And so let me, be a, let me be that for you. Let me say this. There's no catching up with God. You're in, when you're in, you're in. So it's up to you to say, am I in? And then you get in, you stay in, and, and, and you fit in there, and God will take care of the rest. And I get that. I understand how we can beat ourselves up about how long and where we are and da-da-da-da-da. But you know what? To be in, with God one day and not – so don't even let you – just because you, you, you have I, – I commend you. I commend you. I commend what you guys are doing together. You know, my ministry might be get up. Yours is tighten up. God knows. Yes, God takes 
your stuff and he does with you, he brings you to your calling. So for such a time as this, that's all I say, for such a time as this, because had it not been for me wanting to take my life, guess what? I couldn't minister to half of these little girls. My, that that became my life. Brandon, my son would say, Mom, can you talk to this girl? Mom, can you talk to this girl while he's at college? Most of those girls was on the verge of suicide. But guess what, baby? I don't have to tell you that I think I know how you feel. Let me tell you my story. Let me tell you what I do know about it. So I say for such a time as this, you counted those bricks for a reason, whether you know it or not. So you yeah. in. I think yeah. I think the I think the important thing to remember, this is Rodney again, I think the important thing to remember is that we all have a purpose as to why we're here. And I'm gonna say this and then Bo, I gotta I gotta take you out of here because there are two people that, that have been waiting so patiently. But I will say okay. this. Um, so that, so I came across a quote, uh, a quote um, uh, not too long ago, and it said, there are two important days in your life. The first one is the day you're born, and then the second one is the day you find out why. So there is a purpose for everything that we go through in life. Uh, right now we're going to bring in caller from area code 901, and the last four digits are 8046. Caller, you are on the air. How's it going, y'all? This is uh, Brandon. This is actually Tammy's son. What's up, man? I've been waiting on you, man. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good, man. How about you? Good, good. I'm doing great. I just uh, just got out of training, so I still uh, don't smell too good, but I'm feeling good, so. We can't play on the radio, brother. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Mama, how you doing? I'm good. good how are you? you? I'm great. I enjoyed our uh, our coffee last night and our conversations at Starbucks. I appreciate that. Hell yeah. Um, but I, uh, I wanted to, you know, I kind of have a question, I guess, towards towards the end. But uh, I really just wanted to give you a a shout out and. Um, and kind of give you an, an amen to everything that you have said because, you know, I've I've been right there with you um, pretty much every day of, of my life, and I've seen um, that that you've actually you've walked your sermon. You know, you haven't you, what what you talk about is actually what you what you live, and that uh, that helps me a lot as a young man coming up in a world that where hypocrisy is is accepted as normal. You know, whether it be from you know, the leaders in our country down to the leaders in our household, you know, hypocrisy is just seen seen as something that's acceptable. Like that that's that's something that we expect nowadays. And I don't see that with you. Um and so I just want to commend you that your sermon of transformation isn't I want to commend you for the fact that it isn't just one that you've talked, it's one that you've actually lived out. And um and I, I can actually remember putting that, that note under the door. Um, I don't remember quite what led me there, but it, but um, I do believe that it was that it was more than myself. Um, and then from that point, you were on a steady track, you know, kind of slow at first, but it gained momentum. You were on a steady track of transformation, and I got to witness that. And upon me, you know, going off to college, I think that you know prior to me going off to college, you had invested, you know, when, when you were going to take your life. And then I took, I sent that note under. You put all of that energy, whether it be negative or positive, you put that, you put all that energy into me, into seeing that I, 
um, had everything that I needed, and so that I would be provided for, and I would grow into a into a, a decent man, a decent human being. But upon me leaving to go to college, is when I saw the most rapid change inside of you, inside of your spirit, you know, and, and inside of your character more than anything. Because with me leaving and you being you being away from that um, uh, that 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 child to grow and to nurture and, and that purpose, um, it, it made you see yourself. It made you stare in the mirror a little bit more. It made you uh, reflect a little bit more. It made you you know redact and and um, edit uh, the libraries of your mind and the, the the intentions of your heart. And and I saw that. Little by little, as I came back, because if you remember when I first left, you know you were very anxious, almost didn't want me to go. I, I remember you uh, having tears in your eyes um, as we parted. But each time that I came back, you know you were a little bit better. At first, you were very like, I don't, I don't know what the heck to do with myself. And then after a year or so, I started saying, Hmm, mom's pretty content. Mom's not blowing up my phone as much. Mom's got her own thing going. Mom's discovering who she, who she really is, outside of everyone. You know, you got now you have the chance to be an adult because having a child, you know, very young, I think um, you didn't have enough time to enjoy Tammy. You know, because I'm looking back, I'm like, man, when I was 21, I didn't know half the things I know now. And it's just, that was just five years ago. So I can only imagine what having a child so young would, would do to the psyche and, and, and do to, you know, what one thinks is their purpose in life. But, you know, um, Part, I'm, I was just part of your purpose. I think your greater purpose is what you're doing now, which leads me to my question. Um, now that you have transformed um, and you're steadily, I guess, in a, in a form of transformation, what's next for Tammy? Where does she go from here? What is the, the, the next level um, in, in the essence of Tammy? What is the, the next version of Tammy that's going to come from this metamorphosis? Um. The next level, my, my complete level is, is transformation. And my desire to daily is to die to myself daily. That's it. I, I, and that's about all I can figure out. And I don't quite have the days figure out, figured out. But I do get up purposefully every day and say, I am not going to be who I was yesterday. I am not going to have the thoughts that I don't want to have today that I had yesterday. So I'm continuously comparing myself only to my yesterday. That's Because that, if I go back too much farther, I will, I will lose myself. If I try to go into tomorrow, I won't gain myself today. And so that's, all I, that's about all I have for me. That's what works for me is just to daily die to myself, daily die to my selfish desires, my negative thoughts, my my woes and live life live life in its abundance because i serve i know i know who has kept me i know who keeps me and because of that i know who i am i know who i am and what comes with that and i'm okay with that i'm okay with that and so that that's that's the next level that I will forever be transforming. Forever be. And that I think makes me better. That that helps me get better. It will get me there. I will de- take some detours. 
I will make some stops because that's part of the journey. And I, I, I thank you, Brian. I've never thought about it in that way. And if I could share this, and I'll let you get off so we can get the next one. But I remember a couple of years, Brandon blessed me, brought me so much. For my, we were out for my birthday, and everyone had to go around and say something um, about me. Tell me something that you like about about Tammy. And Brandon's uh, response was that you never let us fail. And as a mother who knows without a doubt that we have failed, I failed. But it was so important to me for Brandon to never know that. It was important wow. for me, even if he thought that, you know, my woes was not his issues, was not my problem. It was my responsibility to be mother to the best I could be. And that is the one thing that I know that I poured everything in me and I borrowed some from whoever I could borrow from to help me pour what I didn't have. I fake it. You guys will hear me. Some people say you don't fake it. I tell any mother, any dad, if you, if anybody you're going to fake it with, let it be your children. Mm-hmm. You can explain it all later. But I faked it till I mean. But but and in Brandon's eyes, we never failed. But there were plenty of days that Mama didn't know what we might eat tomorrow. But by the time tomorrow got here, we ate. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Brandon is, never knew that. That is, that is some deep stuff, Brandon. Uh, if you don't have to go, man, I don't want you to go anywhere. But I understand if you do. Um, I do want to bring in our next caller, but I hope that you can hang out for a little bit. I'm not going to take out a cue just yet, um, but I did want to bring in our next caller. So I want you to hang on as long as you can. Okay. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Absolutely, man. Uh, so we're going to bring in our next caller. Um, I actually had a chance to uh, meet this gentleman like I've met so many men and women through Tammy. Um which I'm going to share before we get off the air. But I had a chance to meet this uh, powerful, powerful young brother. Um, and so we're going to bring him in from area code <laughs> 901. Last four digits are 6352. My brother, you are on the air. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Rodney? How you doing, Tammy? You doing all right? Oh, I was wondering who is this? Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing quite well, doing quite well. <laughs> I, I promise. I promise. Right now, I was gonna. Uh, huh? I said, stranger. How are you? We were talking about you today. I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing good. I promise. Right now, I was gonna come in and uh, chime in on one of the shows uh, in the upcoming weeks, and uh, you know, the law of attraction, which is the law of God, worked it out that you know tonight was the night. So. Okay. Well, awesome. <laughs> but yeah, but I I I, I, chim- I, know there was I couldn't hear you, Rodney. Huh? Yeah, I heard the uh, the young man. Uh, I don't know his name. Uh, it was a it was a guy that was on right before um, right before Brandon uh, got on to chime in. And the thing is, um, I, I know I came in on the show late, um, but I I think it was a purpose for me to uh, come in, come in and, and actually hear him and hear what he had to say. The thing is, is that I want to say to him is that God was right there with you all along. 
You know, he never left you. He never forsaken you. But the thing is, he was just waiting on you. See, the thing is, we have to go through trials and tribulations in order to see the light, in order to see the path that God wanted us to be on. I mean, I'm a true testament of that, you know, and uh, being on uh, certain paths. And, uh, I mean, a lot of people are familiar with my story. I'm very transparent with my story. But um, I just want the, guy, the brother to know, man, that the God's been right there with you all along. Man, he's never, he's the one that's been shielding you and protecting you. He's the one that, that has uh, allowed you to go through certain things but didn't let it go too far where, where it will actually take you out. Does that make sense? And I, and I really hope he's still on, too, so he can actually hear those words, uh, too, as well. And then also, I, I saw the post on Facebook, why is Tammy single? I thought we was going to go and play a little matchmaker uh, session <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> but no, but, ser- but Look, seriously, though. I don't, this I is, don't want y'all to match is, me up. I'm going to on God's man. <laughs> no, this, this, no, now this is, seri- this is seriously for you, Tammy. Now, okay. this is seriously for you, though. I think um, where you are in your life right now in the position that God has placed you in your life right now, mm-hmm. the uh, it j- just anybody cannot handle you. And I'm going to go in detail about that, meaning that it, you have to be with someone that is equally yoked with you. I mean, not just anybody, because I think right now in the position that God have have you in right now, that just anybody will actually take you off track of where God is leading you right now. So I think the person that he has for you is specifically designed for Tammy Gator. Nobody else. You're actually actually, uh, 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 a bruised rib. They have a lot of bruises that had a lot of scrapes and bumps that has been molded and and refurbished. Now you're looking for that rib. Now that rib cage is actually going to be a perfect fit for that refurbished rib. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Exactly. I, I, I receive that. I, I get it. And 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 I yeah. um <laughs> I, I I agree because with with any level of of this world of transformation, when you you will pull some people in, but you you will notice the people will go right back out because they know they, mm-hmm. they people know when you are real, so they either bring you along yeah. or they get away from you, and 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 that's exactly. that's what I want. That's exactly what I want mm-hmm. because I mean we're either doing two things: either I'm teaching you so you can go, or you teaching me so I can mm-hmm. go. But, I mean, we have to part exactly. and leave each other alone. But I need to get something from you, and you need to get something from me. Let's go Let's go tie mm-hmm. the string, and let's bring some more people along. But few people are really serious about the transformation. They're, they're, it, when you are transforming exactly. yourself, it takes some true work. It takes true honesty with yourself first. Mm-hmm. Because the more I yes. look at Tammy... The more I realize, I can't do nothing for you, brother, but listen, share with you what, um, <laughs> how I can help you, and then try to help mm-hmm. you. But as far as yeah. uh, trying to see what's going on with you, I don't. I, I'm tired. I got too much in me that I'm still, I'm still working on. Yeah. So I, I can't figure mm-hmm. all that out for you, especially if you've not quite learned how 
to accept it yourself. Exactly. I think, and, and I've said this before, I think that's where a lot of people uh, mess up in their lives is that is that they try to skip steps. They try to, as uh, as my uh, as my mom or my grandmother used to say, they try to put the cart before the horse, and um, and they try to they, they skip steps in in trying to find love, or they try to rush it. They try to they try to say, okay, well, I don't want to do this step, so I'm just gonna go ahead on to the next step. But the the thing is, um, just like a recipe, you're not gonna. I mean, even though you can tweak that recipe to your own liking, sometimes it may come out good, sometimes it may not. But the thing is, you still have to follow the proper steps needed to, uh, in order to uh, do the homework on yourself. And and the and the number one, and the number one um, step is is, uh, is to literally make love to yourself. Get back to the point of making love to yourself. Do the homework on yourself first, so so that when you get when you're in that position or whatever, when you actually in that position to receive your God's gift, the person be right there in front of you. He can just point and say, okay, there he is right there. Now you're actually in the mind frame and you're actually prepared to receive it with no blemishes, you know, no uh, no, uh, no um, hang-ups or triggers that uh, make you backfire on, on what he has for you. I, I agree. Thank you for that. Awesome, awesome. I'm telling you, that's my brother right there, the relationship expert right there. Aaron, uh, since you're on, Aaron, uh, go ahead and tell people uh, uh, anything that you have coming up uh, and how they can get in touch with you. Okay, well, um, I actually have, um, I got a, a teleconference, a relationship teleconference called The Game of Love. Uh, that's coming up on April the 25th. I get a lot of emails about uh, uh, asking for requests of when I'm going to be in in this particular city or that particular city. I can't get to every city all at once. So I came up with this idea of doing a teleconference where people can actually get the information that I talk about and actually uh, send in interactive uh, feedback through social media. So um, I actually have that up. You can actually go to uh, com. And uh, click on the icon register. It gives you all the information for that teleconference on the uh, on the 25th of April. Um, then also, I have uh, an international conference that's coming up in June that I'll be going to uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico, to do a, a relationship workshop there. So um, things are things are going awesome, man. I mean, I'm loving, I'm loving, enjoying the ride. I'm loving it. I got a whole bunch of stuff that I'm working on right now that I'm I can't wait to release and share with everybody. But you know, I can't just let everything out the hat right now. <laughs> but uh, but I got some, yeah, I got you I got, I got some, I got some amazing, out, so they'll take it. Yeah, yeah, I got some amazing things coming up. Uh, I do have I am planning um, people in Memphis and uh, surrounding areas. I mean, if you can get to Nashville, man, Nashville. I am going to be uh, doing the first uh, Know Your Worth Relationship uh, Conference Nashville for 2015 in September. Um, and then I have a few guest speakers. Uh, my good friend, Ben Ben and Jewel Tanker, they'll actually be uh, guest speakers uh, at that conference too as well. So those are in the works right now. So I'm looking forward to it. If you guys can come out, just stay plugged into my social media feed. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at uh, 
Facebook.com forward slash author Aaron Jordan Jr. You can also follow me on Twitter um, at Aaron Jordan Jr. Hey, Ronnie, I I think I just Uh heard him say Tankard. Um, I don't know if he heard Gregory on the show, but that's who has partnered with Gregory. I don't know if you were on at that time, Aaron, were you? Did you hear Gregory talking? No. No, I didn't. She's actually partnered with Gregory, who does the, we're doing the Walking in Her Shoes domestic violence conference here, but they have partnered Uh together. She will be working with him on that. So maybe maybe he'll get to come down as well, but he does the Walking in Her Shoes conference. Yeah, that's his ministry, walking in her shoes. Awesome, awesome. So, yeah, she has signed on with him. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, my brother. Uh, we we know you're busy, man. We hope you can uh, hang out with us for a little bit. And uh, feel free to uh, uh, chime in at any time. We're going to take you out of queue, but uh, we hope you can stay on with us. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you guys for having me. Thank you, Aaron. Absolutely, right. man. Absolutely. Uh, before I move on to the last segment of the show, uh, Brandon, any you want to jump in with anything? Um, no, I'm, I'm just going to be a listener right now because I, I've been enjoying the the conversation, and it's it's good to see my mom, you know, do what she does and and the way that she helps me. Because you know, to me, it's she's she's just mom, you know, and um, but I can really see the the change that she's uh, affecting in people's lives and it, it, it touches me and I think it actually helps me uh, become a better per- person because, you know, if I, I can't, I can't look crazy going out in the streets and doing anything, you know, um, beside myself, they'd be like, wait a minute, we know, we know what kind of stock you come from. So she's the tree and I'm the fruit. So I can't fall too far. I'm going to touch on that before we, uh, before we get off the air. And um, uh, our older, uh, Tammy, my other calls, uh, I know you didn't know this, but I, uh, I uh I tagged uh Brandon and uh Bo on Facebook earlier today about the show today. So so we, you didn't know you were being triple teamed. But <laughs> uh, well, you know, Brandon gets to be in the hot seat all the time, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> I'm gonna bring Bo back in in just a second. Um we're gonna take uh we have a new caller, um, area code three three zero. Uh, the last four digits are four zero nine four. Caller, you are on the air. Hey everybody, this is Henry. How's how's it going? Hey, hey, what's going on, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Tammy? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good. I called. I called because I want to ask a different kind of question. Um, I remember when I was younger. There was a girl that went to my grade school who name, whose name was Betty. And Betty had a beautiful, beautiful, silly, wife-like personality. But Betty was homely. And my mother used to always tell me, Henry, that girl likes you. Henry, you should kind of see about that girl there. I wasn't in any way attracted to Betty other than just making her laugh all the time. My My question is... <clears throat> A lot of times we almost treat good looks like it's the worst thing in the world that we should want. And we end up sometimes, I'm just judging from the divorce rate, we end up settling for somebody that we're really not satisfied with as far as the looks is concerned. But they had this wonderful personality. 
But then over time, it seems like, you know, as people pass by, you start to look at her and she looks just the way you wanted to look and so on and so forth. And the other qualities don't seem to hold you sometimes the way they have stereotypically been told that they would. And then cheat people cheat. And, and I'm not saying that's the only reason people cheat. So my question is this. Is there anything wrong with asking God to give you all of it, to give you the looks as well as the whatever else you need? I mean, sometimes, I mean, are we allowed, in your opinion, to ask for the looks as well, or is there always something that's considered superficial and completely irrelevant? Um, this is Tammy. Of course, you know that. Certainly, you are you are allowed um, to ask. Certainly, however, I'll say this, and I'll go back to: Is it working? Um, I've had some nice-looking brothers. I've had some okay-looking brothers, um, and I'll say this: when when they lost me, when they lost that connection with me. When they lost that spiritual connection with me, they could have been Denzel, who is my favorite guy, (laughs) okay, my favorite guy. They could have been Denzel, and I wouldn't have wanted them. Um, And I'm going by looks. Denzel's one of the just Denzel has that look for me. Um, So you're allowed to ask, and it's okay if you get that. But what, what, what becomes the more important question to me if this person loses the look, are you in love with who they are as a person? Because to me, when you and, – and it took me growing up to, to learn what what that kind of love means, what that kind of love does to your spirit, man, or your, your the spirit woman. That is That makes a person more beautiful than Denzel himself. So when I find myself back into that place um, where I share my life, if I ever get back to that place, um, what's going to make that person beautiful And I, to me more than anything is his love for God. Not just his love, but his actions and his life. Because, again, I've had some fine brothers sitting next to me, that before I could turn my head and turn back around, the sight of them meant nothing to me. And so beauty goes a little bit further. It's okay to have the – you have to have some kind of attraction. And I guess what I'm saying is there are different levels of attraction. And to me, one is a little bit more beautiful than the other, and that's when I'm attracted. That what makes you beautiful now, I have some um, attraction, of course. I have to be attracted to you in some way. But what makes you beautiful to me is who you are. Yeah, I, I, I think, um, do you think that there's any difference in, and I agree with everything you said, do you think that there's any difference in, in, in our perspective on this, being male and female, <clears throat> uh, men being more visual, um, I'm not necessarily talking about when you meet someone. Uh, I'm talking about when you're single and you're alone and someone says, hey, you know, what kind of a person, you know, would you like? And if, if looks come out your mouth, 
people automatically see what I did. That's what you're making a mistake right there. You know, you need to get beyond looks. But I think looks are kind of underrated. This is, I guess, what I'm kind of saying. I guess because from a man's point of view, we're so visual. I'm not saying that looks can keep you. And I, and, and there's plenty of women uh, I have dated, women that I thought were gorgeous, and I've dated women that I thought were like, you know, anyway, what are you doing with this woman? <laughs> but at the same time, they were nice people. But at the end of the day, it didn't work for any of them. So I have found that none of those things within themselves can keep you. I've even had women who loved God in my life, but we just weren't compatible. You know, just because two people are good doesn't mean that they're good for each other. So I was just wondering that from a a female perspective, from looking at maybe a man's perspective, which is impossible for you to do because you're not a man, but I thought that I would ask you because people seem to always downplay looks, um, a lot. I, I think certainly you do have to have some physical attraction to the person. Certainly, but what you know, we can we can get into that because what you see is be, what may be beautiful to you. Someone else may think, oh, what is that woman doing with that brother, or vice versa. So that's the only thing. When people use looks, just like they use cars and things like that, that to me is when it becomes a problem. But yeah, everybody has a right to 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 be attracted to who they're attracted to and choose that person based on some level of attraction. You have to have that. I think that is important. It's just you don't you don't uh, base your whole relationship on on that alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Yeah, I, I pretty much uh, base my relationship on whether or not she's compatible with my purpose or not. But if she, you know, but uh, I just wonder. I've, I've never been married before and I don't have any kids. So I can only, I'm only, I'm like, this is foreign territory to me as far as uh, being a man who has, I guess you could say, been in a spiritual position to deal with many, many situations, including relationships, and have people who are married coming to me asking me all types of things, taking their advice, and then seeing it work. But me never having been out on that particular territory myself. And so, you know, believing that you're going to know that you know that you know when you see that right one for you. And that she's going to be compatible for your purpose. But because of some of the things that my mother instilled within me, like, you know, about Betty, <laughs> that I'm thinking, like, well, God, well, no, God, I really hope that you don't send me somebody that I don't find appealing because I'm supposed to be looking at this spiritual thing when I'm visual and I need to see that natural thing as well. And then I have people say, well, you know, Henry, God's not going to send you someone that you don't want to be with, you know. Exactly. And that makes sense, too. So, I'm going to jump back in here real quick. Uh, I will say this um, in regards to your question, Henry. Um, I can I can definitely say there, uh, there there is nothing wrong with wanting both because the, the the reality is you have to you have to look at the person at some point, and you know so. You know, you, you want somebody who you can look at. And I will tell you that I'm probably one of the very few people, just from what I've seen, that have been blessed uh, in my life to have both. Um, I have a woman who is not only beautiful on the inside, and when I say beautiful on the inside, I'm talking about 
just a genuine, loving, caring person. There's no agenda. There is no, well, I'll do this if you do this. She is just who she is. She's a, just, a, a, just a sweetheart um, of a person. But not only that, that same beauty is on the outside. So if that is what anyone wants, if that's what you want, if that's what a female wants, those people do exist. Now, I probably couldn't tell you that before I was introduced to Samaria, but I can tell you that those people do exist, and it is possible to get someone who has it on the inside and on the outside. Hmm. Well, I guess my question to you would be does your sister does your does your uh, wife have a sister? <laughs> Can you oh, put her in a, in a box and ship her to Ashley for me? <laughs> oh, that is funny. That is <laughs> we need to have a butterfly evolution matchmaking night. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, if, you, if you if you if you put it in a box and ship it to Akron, I'll I'll pay the shipping. I won't leave you with the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Just overnighter. Uh, Just overnighter. That's all I have. Overnighter. <laughs> she 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 is listening uh, now. In fact, she she's typed some things in the chat room that I have to read off. Um, I just haven't gotten because I was trying to take all the callers. But uh, if she wants to, if she wants to jump in and uh, and uh, <laughs> and and, and as, in fact, she said, "LOL, I got you, bro." <laughs> so I, I guess she's gonna hook you up, man. I guess. <laughs> I, mean, I think I think it's match big at night. I know we're gonna have to do a show. We're gonna have to hook some people up. <laughs> we got we got to do a uh, we're gonna have to do a speed a speed dating butterfly evolution style. <laughs> thank, you, thank you so much, man, for calling in, man. We really do appreciate it. Okay, buddy. Y'all, y'all have a great evening. All right, thank man. You. <laughs> All right, so uh, there are two people in queue, so I'm going to bring them both in. Uh, just give me a second. Uh, it's 901, last four digits are 6352, and then there's another one. Uh Area code 4041037. Just give me one second. Let me read these from the chat room because they've been there for a while. And this goes back to you sharing uh, your testimony, Tammy. It says, wow, thanks for sharing. Um, in fact, I read that part. The question was, Tammy, uh, what advice would you give to others who may be facing depression and afraid to seek help? Rodney, seek help. You have to find someone to talk to. You have to. Um, if there is no one to talk to, because sometimes it's hard to talk to people and share that, people are so judgmental uh, when about things like that, but you have to. And if there's no one, there are always hotlines um, everywhere. I used to work for a crisis center hotline to where a great number of the calls that came in was was suicidal people 
And so you can talk. However, always, always ask yourself, do I have at least one why? Because, and I say this because I didn't think to ask myself, do I have a why here? I passed my why in my own thoughts and my own mind. I passed my why sitting right there in the floor in the living room, and I passed right by him and went to, to take care of my business because I was, you know, wanted out. But ask yourself, do, you, do I have a why? And then always wait till morning. And if you get there and you're at the same place, start over with the questions again. Do I have a why today? Maybe, I, maybe things changed overnight. And then always again, reach out to someone. Because once it's over, it's over. Once it's done, it's done. Even if, you're, if you don't die, once it's done, it's done. And so be true to you. Deal with, deal with you. Don't, don't hide anything about who you are who you are from the world, because the world is just as messed up as you are, and I am. So that's what I like. Also says this, it says, in the black community, there is a stigma associated with claiming depression, especially for those who are, quote, in the church. Instead of referring people to seek help, we tell them to seek God only. And then it says, um, uh, go ahead. I don't know if I don't huh? know if we we don't, I don't even know if we really tell them people to seek God today. I'm all for getting um, help because again, that's someone that you can talk to. I took I I decided to go to counseling, and this was long after that situation. This was oh maybe five six years ago, maybe five years ago, I don't know, it was that long, I decided it, could, it was the best thing I ever could have, could have did for myself. Even if you think nothing's wrong with you, there's nothing wrong with going to talk to some type of, I would say, get a, a someone who does believe like you and is going to take it biblically based. But if you don't, then just being able to sit down with someone and say, this is what's going on with me, this is how I'm feeling, this is what has happened to me, and this person, whether you choose to ever go back again, this person has listened to you. And if they judge you, you never know. You never really know. So sometimes that's exactly what people need. They just need to be heard. How sad is it that we cannot be heard by the people who say they love us and that love us back? How sad is that we can't have those type of communications openly, honestly, without someone going back with judgment. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree. You should. We should all, at some point in time, I think everybody once in a lifetime should go sit down and talk to someone that they don't know. <laughs> I just really <laughs> think that. It's interesting <laughs> that you said that, Tampa, because here's what it says. So it says sometimes God sends our help, uh, and again, I'm still reading from the chat room. It says, sometimes God sends our help through other people. Uh, and then it says, I've heard this parable in the past, and uh, I know I've heard it as well, and you may have heard it, and some of our other listeners may have heard it. And it says, 
I'm not sure where it started, but I found it reposted, and it goes like this. Excuse me. A man is sitting on his porch as flood waters rise. A woman floats by on a boat asking if the man needs help. No, thank you, says the man. I'm trusting in the Lord. The waters rise higher, sending the man upstairs. A raft full of people floats by his second-story window. Get in, they say. There's plenty of room. No, thanks, says the man. I'm trusting in the Lord. The flood waters keep rising, pushing the man up to the roof. A helicopter swoops in, lowering its ladder for the man. Thanks anyway, shouts the man. I'm trusting in the Lord. Finally, the man is swept away in the torrent and drowned. At the gates of heaven, the man asks God, Why didn't you save me? What do you mean, replies God. I sent two boats and a helicopter. So <laughs> a lot of times we're looking for something that may never come. And what was sent to us has been there the whole time. Yep. And in I some agree. cases, multiple people, multiple people have come into your life for for one reason or another. Not everyone comes in your life to stay, but people come in your life for various reasons. I'm going to, uh, we have about 10 minutes left in the show, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, go back to Bo because he's been waiting for a very long time. And uh, then we're going to go to Aaron and then back to you, Tammy, and then I'll close out the show. Uh, Bo, go ahead. Thank you for your patience, Bo. It's okay. It's okay, Rodney. Um, I uh, just want to say a couple of things. You're going to charge, um, Bo. Huh? You're going to charge? I said we're going to charge, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You can You go ahead. Um, I just want to say a couple of things. Um, Rodney, you never feel that fastball coming. Does your wife have a sister? That man threw a fastball in. You ain't never seen. <laughs> you never saw it coming. <laughs> anyway, uh, my my what I wanted to say to you, Tammy, was uh, I heard Brandon when he came on. Are you hear me? I hear you. Okay, and um. I just want to commend you, you know what I mean, uh, from, the, the you know, the respect, the way he talked, um, the things that you went through and you were able to to uh, to take care of him and, you know, put him through college and everything, and you're still yet going. You found your dream, whatever the case may be. I just want to commend you on that and uh, say to Brandon, man, that uh, he's a real, you know, stand-up guy, man. He's 20 something years old, uh, he's the mold of what a lot of young men should be. You know what I mean? And, um, and, and I'm proud for him. Um, but my last question for tonight to you, Tammy, is um, if if it was one thing that you could do that would get us to unite as a people, because, you know, that's that's the problem with the world right now is we just can't get along and come together as, as as a black people. If there was one thing that you could put your finger on to to kind of specify what we need to do as a people to get us to come together, what would it be? 
Tell me, give me one I second will. before you before you answer that question. Tell me, give me one second. Okay. Uh, real okay. quick, as I look at the time, we have about seven minutes left. So if you're listening online, the, uh, it will cut off on you right at uh, 11 Eastern time, 10 o'clock Central time. So what we would like for you to do is uh, call into the show. The number is 818-691-7406. You can continue to listen uh, to the show, but uh, we don't want it to cut off on you. We want you to continue to be able to listen. You don't have to talk um, on the air, but please call in right now, 818-691-7406. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Tammy. Okay. What I would what I would do or think we need to do, Bo, is family. Families. It starts with with your family. Um, we spend so much time trying to connect and make things right on the outside with people who um and that's okay. That's okay. I'm not saying that's okay. But my one thing would be start within your family. Make it right. And this is this is for me. This is something that I'm working on as well. I gotta get there. I have a long way to go. But the more I go out, the more God turns me around and say, But you have family. That 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 I've allowed hurt, pain, some stuff to say, uh uh-uh. uh. But see I have no choice there. Now, I have a choice to degree, but I have a, I have a responsibility because, because of who I say I am now. And that's something that I have not totally perfected myself on, but I recognize that there is a part of my life that I have to fix. I have to, I have to, I have to make it right. And I have to have that same compassion for people inside as I do outside. And so that's what I, my one thing I would say, before you can before you can expect it from strangers, expect to give it or get it. You got to be able to to give it and get it. It feel like you can give it and get it from the ones who are directly directly related to you. And that's where I think it starts. And your family could be Family is, is, is family. And when I, I'm not just saying your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your I mean your family, your 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 family. So that's why I think it was that. Thank you. Thank you. We can, that's a start. If we can create unity and love within a family, we can start. That can trigger out because you're going to make, make some happy people that will go out in the world a little bit more happier and, and they'll deal with people a little bit better. Start at home. Okay. Yeah, I say that. I say that because you know, um, you know, as you know, your family has become my family. Um, my family and I have never really been close. My sip, my siblings, my immediate family, we we've always been close. But as far as my my entire family, uh, cousins and aunts, we've never really been close. Um, don't there's only two times that we would come together for funerals or for a family reunion. You know what I mean? Um right. and those were the only two times that we would come together. Um, I look at my brother's wife and, and their family, uh, every week, every week on a Sunday afternoon, um, 
they all would get together and everybody would cook a dish and go to his mother-in-law's house and everybody just meet over there and just enjoy each other, play spades and, you know, just have a good time. And uh, when Tasha and I were down there uh, in January, the beginning of January, man, they treated us like we was part of the family. You know, even though my brother's married in the family, you know, they they didn't know me or know uh, Tasha like that, and, but they treated us like they'd known us for years. And, and, and I saw why my brother was attracted to them and why he uh, took on his wife's family because they treated him like he was family. And that was something that we lacked in our fam in, in my family with, with, uh, with our aunts and uncles and cousins, you know, they were, they weren't like that. You know, there was uh, really no unity unless, unless it was uh, to, like I said, to go to a funeral or something, or if somebody didn't jump on somebody, everybody want to get called everybody to come over and fight and all that crazy stuff. You know what I mean? So, um, I didn't grow up in a, in a, in that type of environment where uh, I had family members that, um, you know, that I could depend on. Um, as you know, like I said, I adapted your family because your family treats me like family. You know, so, you know, as far as I'm concerned, this is my family outside of my siblings, you know. Um, but you're right. I think that a lot of it starts with us uh, taking on the, uh, the role to adapt each other, you know, uh, as family. Um, I run into a lot, of, lot of, I run into a lot of kids. You know, as a matter of fact, just the other day, uh, I was in uh, Walmart, and there was a black girl and a white girl in there together. And, you know, they were young, and uh, they came in, and the uh, one of the girls said something to me, and I said, "Why y'all ain't in school?" And uh, the white girl said, "Well, I'm 14 years old, and I got kicked out of school." I said, well, that's nothing to be proud of. And the other girl, she was about 17 or 18, she said, well, we go to the reform, what do you, what do you call it, baby? Reformatory school, like, you know, for bad kids, alternative school for bad kids. And she said, well, they're going to kick me out because I'm pregnant. You know what I mean? And I said, wow. Well, where's your mother? And the girl said, well, my mama don't want me. I have adopted um, this lady, and she treats me like I'm her daughter, you know. Um, so here, there, you have two kids. Um, the white girl, she's staying with uh, 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 an African American woman um, who's not her mother, and then the black girl is staying with the same lady who's not her mother. But the lady just opened up her door to them because they had nowhere else to go. You know what I mean? Um, that creates a void. But that creates a void in, in a person's life. Right. But the but the reason why these girls are going through what they're going through is because uh, the white girl's parents has been on drugs all of her life, so she was placed in foster care and then abused by the foster parents who had her, so she ran away. And then the black girl um, just wanted somebody to love her, so she ended up getting pregnant for somebody who already had a girlfriend and really didn't like her. You know what I mean? So it was like, wow. So I gave you know them my card, and I was like, man, if you need somebody to talk to, you know, call, you know what I mean? And Tasha tell you, man, um, the little girl called because the, the the lady who they were staying with, she had to leave there, you know what I mean? And she called, and now she's staying with another lady um, that's, that's a friend of the family. And, and, I, and I was just like, wow, these young kids, man, I mean, they're, they're, they're going through, you know what I mean? It's like nowhere to turn. The system has shut them down. They've taken – the authority away from the parents to be parents, you know what I mean? 
I mean, what do you do? What do you do? I mean, it's like a, a catch-22 situation. You know, it's, it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. What do you do? Wow. It's a tough world we live in, and, and, and that's for sure. And, and hopefully one day we can find the very answers. I, I think the the issue that we have in our society today is what you both just said. There, there is no value in family anymore. What is supposed to start at home just just isn't there uh, for various reasons, which, which would be a whole nother show. And and Tammy, we didn't even get to those questions. I was gonna I was gonna ask you about parenting, but we didn't even get to those tonight. But we we'll, <laughs> we'll save those for another time. Bo, I want to thank you again, man, for calling in. And uh, hey, you, you always appreciate. I'll always enjoy hearing your perspective, man. Thank you, yeah, Bo. Thank you, man, for having me, man. Cousin, you know I love you. Love you too. Thank you for your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I got a special song just for you, Bo, as, as we close out the show. We're gonna go to Aaron right now, uh, but Bo, don't go anywhere. I got a special song for you, uh, Aaron. Uh, go ahead, Aaron. Hey, what's up, man? All right, all right. You want you want yeah, to was, uh... <laughs> <laughs> You said what right now? If you want you wanted to say something. <laughs> Yeah, man. You know, like I say, every now and then I get that itch, man. So I stayed, I stayed online, I stayed on listening, and the guy he 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 asked that question, and so I just said, okay, well, I I don't think I'd be wrong to push that warning, add my two cents, you know. Is this the question about the beauty, asked, the beauty and the beast? <laughs> is it the I beauty guess and the, the one about is, is it too? Yes, yeah, is, is it wrong to ask God for? Both sides, both yeah. having everything, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I think I think I think my view is a little bit different from that because I think uh, what I find in uh, dating and uh, relationships that we all we we every day you find people that that say, okay, I want this particular type of person, I want this particular type of person. This is what I'm attracted to. She has to have long hair. She has to have uh, calmer brown skin. What whatever, nice figure, physique, or whatever. But the thing is, is that is that the thing is, God will never go against a man's will. So, of course, you can ask. And he's going to, and he, nine times out of ten, he's going to uh, allow, this is what happens, I look at things a little bit different. He will allow what I call a distraction, which is a spiritual thing, which is the devil, saying all this stuff, to actually place something right there in your path of everything mm-hmm. that you just asked for. But the thing that you got to ask yourself is, is that what is that right there what I asked for? Is that what's good for me? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and the thing that happens is, and the, and the thing that happens is, is that, that nine times out of ten, I can, get, I can, I can tell you my, my own life story, is that I went for that, you know? And in, in the back of my mind, I knew that wasn't good for him, but it's like I'm, that's what I went for. And now now this other person that's over here that's attractive, everything like that has a lot of things going for themselves, that's that's perfectly what I needed. But because 
me, I'm not. I'm I'm in my own way, and I'm not listening, and uh, and I'm not listening to the direction of God. This is what I this. So I had to go through those bumps with this particular person right here. So the thing is, is that you can ask for it. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's all. It's going to be always conducive to what you actually need in life. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Tammy, does, does, does that make sense, Tammy? It it does. It, I, I'm with you. It does. Because, but, but because, again, because I mean, huh? Now, I was just going to, Aaron, it goes back to kind of what you said and not saying that, because I don't think that's what Greg was saying, so not, not saying that's not where he is, but when you, it takes mm-hmm. a certain, it, it just like what you were saying about there's going to, there's a special guy and then just not anybody is going to work. Mm-hmm. When you get to that mm-hmm. place, that place of peace mm-hmm. and meaning, everything, mm-hmm. even, even almost sometimes what you thought was, was attractive to you, it doesn't even be, it's, it's, not, it's, sometimes, it's not even important to you anymore. You kind of, you think, who am I and what am I doing? So for me, that's mm-hmm. what happened. That's what took place for me. So. Exactly. And the thing is, I, I, I talk about this a lot. The law of attraction is a powerful thing. When you, when you, when you've made up in your mind that this is not what you're going to, uh, this is, this is what you're going to change. The law of the universe, the law of attraction has a way of testing you, testing the very thing that you said that you're not going to fall for, the very thing that you said you're going to change. And it's going to, that, uh, that, that, uh, the very thing that you said you're going to change, it comes back around full circle and actually tests you to see if you want to actually fall for that same thing. And that's, and that's, that's how it is with dating and, uh, and, uh, relationships because every time we say that we're a person or whatever, the universe tests us. That's because I mean we, everything that we do is made up of our mind. We whatever dominates your thoughts the most, that's what you attract into your life, whether it's positive or negative. <clears throat> so that was, that was my little two cents. I'm not if I keep on. That's my two cents. If we keep on talking, I'm gonna be talking to about like eleven thirty. So. <laughs> yeah, I like what so you I said. Not, I've, I've never heard it quite put that way. I do like what you said, and I can I can certainly appreciate that. Um, didn't look mm-hmm. at it like that, but like when you the thing that you say that you're past and and, and over. If I look mm-hmm. back, you were so right. That test comes, and sometimes it comes looking like exactly what you asked for, how you asked for it. Exactly. Whether it be a relationship, a job, or whatever. And that's why you mm-hmm. have to know that you know that you know um, what's going mm-hmm. on around you and look at people for who they are, not what they are portraying to be. When you mm-hmm. see that exactly. this is not the goal, you know, this is the goal package, but ain't no goal inside, you got you to gotta recognize no, you got, you, you, you got some bull. You got some bull young cubes. That's what's becoming. What what is it called, Tammy? The bullion cubes. <laughs> and, see, yeah, and, see, that's, and, and 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 that's the very thing. That's the thing that happens is that that uh, everything comes around full circle or whatever. Once you pass one particular test, you go to the next level of a test. It's going to be the same thing that you that you're thinking about, the same thing that you just left, but the difference is it's going to be dressed up differently, and it's going to have a little bit more test to it. Does that make sense? It's going to actually, it's going to have a little bit more oomph to the test, if I can say that. You right, know? right. And it's going to actually 
test your mind because just like I, I tell people that uh, when they say that uh, they they uh, they haven't gotten over the hurt of what they've been through in a relationship years prior to, and they don't understand why they're attracting the same guys or same women in their lives today. The very reason is because your mind is dominating on that hurt that you faced. Every time that you say, okay, well, I'm over that. I haven't been in that position in a minute. But at the low, at one of at the one of those lowest points when you're by yourself and your mind is idle, those thoughts and those feelings comes back up. And right when they come back up, that's when the test comes because it comes back full circle. Next thing you know, you're walking through the mall, or you're walking through Macy's or something like that, and you you said you're over that person, and then all of a sudden there go that person right there. Old feelings start coming back up. Next thing you know, you're in a you're in a situation that that you're going to regret. Next thing you know, now you got to start all back over. It's a it's a repetitive mm-hmm. cycle until we until we actually do the work on ourselves, do the work on our mind, do the do the work on our psyche, do the work on our internal being, so that it can reflect and exude on our external. <clears throat> you know, um, right now I want to share this, and again, Aaron just made me think about it. There is a a, a person that I met, and we we're working on, working on a documentary together. But this person is has has went through a rough life and is on the other side of recovering from a number of things. And he was sharing with me um, last week that he was in the midst of temptation. He was in the midst of of just being getting caught up again, and he said. Tammy, what I did was I played it all the way out. And that was so special to me. He said, I played this scene all the way out, and it led me back to boot camp day one. And I never want to go back there again. And and for someone, that, I mean, it was so simple. I played it all the way out, and it led me back to boot camp day one. And I'm not going back there. And that's what kept him from making a decision. It wasn't about relationship, but it it helped him to keep going forward because he knew what was back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if we play it out like that, even that relationship, if you play that relationship that you just got out of, how is he different? How is she different? What is different? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just yeah. your feelings. It's just your feelings. Yeah. So. Mm-mm-mm. Man, that's but good like stuff. I told you, right? Like I told you, right now, man. Yeah, you you got me with that itch back, man. I got that itch. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, when 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 people are talking in your field, man, some some things will come up, man, that will give you an itch, man, and you you can scratch it as much as you want, man, but it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I haven't uh, I haven't had my show in a while, but I, I got some stuff I'm working on, so. It's coming back. All right, let us know, man. We, we you know, we definitely uh, will support you, man. Oh yeah, most definitely, man. I, I support you guys. Yeah. And I love what you guys are doing. I love what uh, what Tammy are doing. Tammy is doing for these uh, these young girls and these women that are uh, going through certain things in their lives. And right now, I, I appreciate everything that you're doing too, man. You're you're doing some innovative things yourself. Uh, in the education sector and empowering these uh, these kids' minds and stuff like that on education, man. That's good stuff, man. We need all of it. We need all the positivity, especially in our community, man. So uh, big ups to you guys, man. You guys are doing some awesome things, man. 
Absolutely, well, man. We we'll, we'll appreciate it. Come on back over here and let us interview you one night. Just <laughs> let me know when. All right. Uh, we 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 definitely <laughs> will, man. Thanks for being there with me, man. Ah, no problem, man. All right, have a good night, brother. You too. All right, Tammy, I'm going to turn it back to you before I close out. Uh, any final words for the people out there? We still have uh, a few callers hanging out there with us. Uh, oh, wow. Any final words? Okay. Um, wow, Rodney. Any final qu- You didn't get to ask hardly any questions, but uh, we did get a lot of good questions in. You know, I, I guess my final word would be to everyone, man, woman, whomever, um, do you, I love this phrase for me, let it let it do what it do, start over. It is what it is, let it do what it do, but don't let it do you. And this is for people, this is for things. Now, that doesn't mean what it is and what it's doing and not doing to you is right or right for you. But what it does mean is by you saying let it is what it is, let it do what it do, you're accepting and acknowledging, and then you got to be unapologetically you. That's my new thing this year. It is what it is. I'm sorry. You might not like me today, but I am who I am today. I ain't been to, and I'm going to say, ain't, I ain't going to try to change that for you. Now, what I'm going to do is recognize in myself that it is wrong, and then I can work this thing out. But see, if I'm changing this thing for you, or to make you feel some kind of way for me or better about me, guess what? It, it really ain't going to work. So you can help me see it. You can call it out. I want you to do that. Let's get back to the truth you set up straight. I want you to call out because basically more times than not, what you call, help me call out, I already see. But when you help me be blind to it by being oblivious to it or acting like, hey, it ain't no problem or you're good, I'm going to stay blind for the most part, unless I just truly get sick of myself. And that's what it took for me. I just got sick of Tammy. I just got to a point, like Brandon said, I was able to look at me. I didn't have to, to to make sure that I'm mama. I didn't have to make sure that everything's in order, that, that I hold up to this fake aid, because Brandon was gone. And I had to, those nights got to where those nights turned into days, and I had to face Tammy. And some of us just need to face ourselves, just face you, and then be unapologetically about who and what you see, because it's you. Now, what are you going to do about it? That's it. What are you going to do about it? Not for somebody else. What are you going to do about it for you? That will be my last words. Wow. Tim, you know, I was... um... Earlier today, I was I was talking to um, a gentleman. I went out to, uh, to grab something to eat, uh, you know, after I ran some errands after work, and uh, and I was talking to a guy, um, and we 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 started talking about the radio show, and you know, he was asking me different things about the show, and I, and I said, well, I said we talk about things that most people are afraid to talk about. And we don't have an agenda when we when we start the show. 
We don't have an agenda other than to educate people and to get people to see a different perspective. We don't, we don't, you know, plan shows looking for anything. I said, so because of that, we don't draw these large crowds that may follow other people because we're not going to give you what you want to hear unless what you want to hear is the truth. And the guy said, wow. He said, nobody does it. I said, yeah, I know. It's all political and everyone has an agenda. People are going to tell you what they think you want to hear for the sake of ratings, for the sake of money, or for some other selfish gain. I said, but that's not how it is. And I think that just goes to show everyone who you are as a person, that regardless of who's listening or how many people are listening, you are going to be Tammy. I remember when when I first started um, uh, co-hosting with you and you said, you told me, you said there are going to be nights, you said there have been nights where you hosted this show and there was nobody there was nobody in the chat room and there was nobody on, on on the phone line but you had the show as if there were a lot of people listening and i think that's something that we all have to keep in mind is that who you are is the person that no one else can see but you because a lot of the person in front of you is not the person inside of the person in front of you. So right. we cannot get caught up in the hype. We we have to get away from being bandwagoners. And like I told you earlier today, this show really could last several hours because I, I didn't even get past, I mean, <laughs> I don't even all the other questions that I have for you. However, that doesn't matter because I get to hear your perspective all the time. And one thing I can say, it doesn't matter who's on this on this show as a guest. It doesn't matter who's listening. You are always the same person. And I can tell you, and I'll go back to what Brandon said. Brandon said earlier tonight, as we close out this show, and that is you can always tell a tree by the fruit that it bears. And we're so quick to say nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. However, God never said that. God does, God's word doesn't say that. The, the Bible that we read says be ye perfect for your Father in heaven is perfect. So why would, why would the Lord tell you to do something that you can't do? And even in the book of James, it talks about perfection. So I'm not going to sit here and, and water down what you accomplished over the years. But what I will say is this. You can tell the type of mother that you were, that you still are, by listening to Brandon. You can see Sammy all through Brandon. 
or if you're listening to Brandon. And for those of you who are in the Memphis and area, Ronnie, we'll Ronnie, coming. you can't say all that good stuff and just not let me comment. Now, hold on. <laughs> and I'm going to be real quick I want to say this about the Butterfly Illusion Radio Show Real quick You know Rodney, a lot of people they hear, I know you get it too They hear, oh you do a radio show And da 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 I've met people and they think this is the life they want They think it's glamorous You guys, there's some nights And I, I bet Rodney is the same We work every day I work every day, Rodney works every day We don't get money To do this and people will people have wanted to pay for commercials, and I have gotten some commercials. But what I tell people, oh no, I'm just gonna do it for you free. Here's why: every time I would listen to a talk radio, um, or any kind of talk show or whatever, commercials used to mess it up for me. Like people would really have some stuff to say, and they would just get cut off. And even now, I listen to shows where. Half the show is commercials. I've never wanted to be that show. I've never. This is this is transformation. This is cocoon stuff. We ain't got time to. You you see enough enough of that on TV. You see you hear enough of that when you get into your car or your truck or whatever it is and turn that radio on. When you come here, Rodney and I come to you some nights. Drop tired. Today, I have had a headache since last night. Now, I tell you, since coming on this show, I feel better. And I took some medication finally. Those who know me, I'm not a medication person. That's how bad it was. And I'd already said if it didn't get better, I was going to the doctor. I don't do doctors like that. I don't do them. But what I'm, my point is this. We are here for you. If, you. if it's one person, if it's no person that I can see, and I think that you might listen later. Rodney, I think now we're up to over 80,000 listeners. I think that is great for the type of show this is. Now, that's, that's total. I think that is, I, that is pleasing to me. That, 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 that could just humble me. That has humbled me so much. So, I mean, I, I couldn't ask for any more. And I just ask people, share it and don't come and listen in vain. Don't listen to this show Monday after Monday or every other Monday and don't change. <laughs> don't do it. And don't think that life is simply about relationships. Y'all, there ain't nobody in my life. I don't have a man, okay? But when I tell you, I am at peace. Now, I'm saying I want to live my life like that the rest of my life. I'm not dating. And I have not for a very long time. And I'm okay with that because I discovered Tammy. I discovered. And you can't be to somebody else what you're already not to yourself. You cannot. And so we spend all this time trying to find Johnny and Susie. And I and you don't even know who you are. Johnny can walk in the door and just not feel good and not speak to you, and the day is over. You ain't ready for no relationship. Playing all these relationship games. Get out of the game. I had to. I just gotta say that for a minute. Get out of the game. If you're gonna listen to relationships and talk about relationships, let it be about what's wrong with me. 
Because you got to be ran into a good guy or a good girl. Mm. You have to. And so what is it about you? Stop talking all this nonsense and talk value and substance and start with you. Because if it's crazy outside, it's crazy inside. And I'm, And that means you need to deal with you. If all this was working, wouldn't we be better? Wouldn't more kids have mamas and daddies? Wouldn't more kids just have a mama or a daddy that's concerned, that is willing to put down their life for just a minute? Because there's no sense in me and Brandon both having to do a do-over. So I had to put, let me just stop right here. Let me, let me, let me get him now while I can get him early. Let me start on him because we, we got a chance out right here because I can come back to me. But let me instill enough in him to make him think that he is he is unstoppable. And that's what I have. But full of heart, full of love. We all can do that. I'm no different. I was just as broken as broken, shattered glass. So stop focusing on the wrong stuff and stop blaming people. And I'm going to shut up right now. One more thing. This quote, and I promise you I'm going to shut up. I don't care what you say. This quote said, <laughs> In writing your story, don't let anybody borrow your pain. And we're so used to hearing, don't let anybody borrow the pen. But this one said, in writing your story, don't let anybody borrow your pain. I don't care where your pain comes from. I don't care why it's here, how long it's been here. No one else can make it right. No, I'm sorry. No, I, I didn't. No one, and that's what that means. Take responsibility for where you are in your life and who you are. Take responsibility. Then you will be responsible for getting it together. How much you write? I don't care what you say. I'm not saying another word. I'll say it next week. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's all good with me. Um, but I, I'm just going to say this, uh, and feel free to add something to this because I don't know all of all of the details. I know we I know we have some time, but I just uh, I I did want to uh, put this word out there to uh, to everyone. Um, if you're in the Memphis area, uh, Brandon uh, Tammy's son um, has a uh, has another big fight coming up at the end of the month, uh, March 28th. And uh, since Tammy's not going to do anything else tonight. She will definitely uh, provide more details uh, on next Monday's show. All month long, we're going to have some fabulous women here on the Butterfly Evolution Show. We hope that you'll come back next time, uh, same time, same station. Uh, this show, I'm going to send this out the boat, Tammy. I'm going to send this out the boat tonight. <laughs> I can't Tell wait to hear this song. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Love. We love you both. Good night, everybody. Thank you, everyone.
Like fighting with gravity And it's bringing me 